Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. We are with a multi-dimensional visionary, Crystal Hughes, and we are talking about the sacred feminine geometry light flow with this beautiful visionary. Hello, Crystal. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Hi. My pleasure to be here. It is so fun to be here with you on video. This is our first time with you, and it's so nice to see you and be with you in this way. How are you doing? I'm well. Yes, I always get fired up when we're doing something like this. You know, the energies come in. I feel people's higher selves already entering into the space, kind of knocking on my door, eager to get a reading and um, to listen to the messages that have come through. So, yes, I always have uh, a lot of energy flowing through my body. Well, all right. So for those who are joining us in our Zoom audience, we welcome you. You can raise your hand to ask Crystal a question and we will allow you, allow you to talk. That's a Zoom <laughs> control. You are always allowed to share your light and love with us in all ways. And so we welcome you. Well, this is a beautiful space. You <clears throat> I wanted to share that you've been working with Metatron, Archangel Metatron, for about seven years now. It's been a while. You're bringing through Metatronic Reiki. Yes. So, yeah. yes, share with us, um, refresh our memory on how you began to work with Metatron. Yes. Yeah, so Archangel Metatron revealed Metatron's cube to me during one of my vision quests. So vision quests, obviously, where you, you take everything away. <laughs> Basically, it's just you and the divine. All devices are gone. You're out in nature. And actually, it was um, one of those moments where I think I had stayed up and made it like 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning. And suddenly, I saw this energy spinning and vibrating and coming down, which now I know is the way that Metatron cube starts to reveal things to me. And Metatron's cube almost is like introducing itself to me and showing me very vividly how it could actually create and also discreate energy. And if you know my background, my background is as a hypnotherapist and as a behaviorist, but I had an opening about 21 years ago that allowed me to see holographically. So you can imagine Metatron's cube coming in and starting to show me in diagram form where I was drawing out these arcs and these points and, and actually telling me step-by-step step how to kind of turn on Metatron's cube to have it discreate any of the dis-ease, the discomfort, um, emotionally, mentally, starting to take off any of the constructs that would be binding to someone or have them become stagnant, not moving forward, not having their clairs open. 
And so that's what happened. Um, and from that point on, I started, I'm even getting a high pitch in my ear right now. I started doing a lot of work on ascension and doing attunements and starting to go deeper into the DNA and the light codes and really start to activate those seeds of your soul's cosmic garden, if you will, really letting it flourish. So I have now known Archangel Metatron so intimately for these past few years and also being able to do a lot of healing, tremendous healing, where it is very precise work, but it's also very precious. It's very light. You're not going to get that hangover <laughs> that you might get from other modalities. So it's been very illuminating for me. And um, I'm also just on the journey with people that as Archangel Metatron comes to me and continues to bring Metatron's cube. There's always a next layer and a next layer and insights. And we are in a time right now, which is why I'm here with you, that the sacred feminine geometry is now entering into our planet. It's, it's in our world and it has a different vibration, slightly different than the masculine vibration of geometry that we've been dealing with. And so I believe it started back in 1988. I don't know how much you want me to go into, but um, I believe it started back then. And so now when we hit 2020, there was a huge shift that we went through um, and calling forth a greater flow, but now starting to access the use of creation from the standpoint of the divine feminine and also utilizing the power of masculine and feminine in that unified consciousness to unlock us really starting to dial in the dimensions now and in dialing that in our being has gateways and passageways internally that the feminine hasn't been able to get to, to flow the light of truth. And so this process that we're going through right now, everything has been arranged in such a different format that the structures of our body need to be awakened and also they need to be upgraded to match that flow of light. And then again, to unlock those sacred passageways within so that we can feel the depth of that light of truth and start to gain and almost grasp the level at which we only need to remember and be in that holy remembrance of the truth of who we are. We only need to remember. So beautiful. We're dialing in the dimensions, feeling our multidimensionality. So we're gonna, you're gonna have a couple of readings with us here and we're gonna do a group session too. It's always so beautiful with you. You mentioned that you had an opening that allowed you to see holographically. So for those who are new to you, and it's always so fascinating, can you share how you see holographically? What's that like? Yeah, absolutely. So if you imagine the holodeck, like Star Trek holodeck, um, that's exactly how I see when I'm tuned in to someone, regardless of where they are, what location, um, even those beings that have crossed on or light beings, celestial beings. Um, what happens is my body starts to turn on a projector that is 360 degrees. And so I'm actually animated 
and alive, if you will, and my transmitter and receiver are working with the field of consciousness of the being and the being being comfortable in the sacred container that's created this temple, if you will, that becomes the holodeck. And the person starts to illuminate to the degree that they're comfortable to reveal to me. And what I'm seeing is I'm actually observing all the way out an extended view from beyond the person's light body field. So I can observe, and that includes the light body field, where the blockages might be if the energy is not fully receiving that um, that divine light, it's not going to flow that light out to the light body. And then as we start to work our way back, we start to flow through the fields, which I want to talk about a little bit as well, um, how I came upon this Metatronic Reiki. But the, there's a field of energy, almost like a bridge, and it moves into the aura. And then I can see all of the auric field, that's the emotional, mental, the astral body, the etheric template body, the celestial body within you, all the way down deep to the cellular structure. I can zoom in and literally start to see the DNA, the dormant light codes, and also any blockages within the system. So any resistance, the restriction, the degree to which that restriction um, uh, takes you over or disempowers you, if you will, and then being able to utilize Metatron's cube to actually work on that holographic level to work simultaneously to heal your body. Mm -hmm. Really fascinating and quite amazing. Metatronic Reiki, really yeah. fascinating. Again, Reiki work. What do you know about Reiki? Because there's a common thread that healers with Reiki often open up to other gifts. And isn't that oh. fascinating? Yes. Now, I'm sure I've told you this story before, but it really is fascinating because I see Reiki attunement literally as a way to unlock specific energy fields within the body and aura. And there, even within your, your physical body, there are fields of energy, or if you can imagine inner temples. And as we evolve, each of these inner temples start to get the light turned on within them. And each inner temple has a certain power and ability, if you will. So we can look at the beings, the clairaudience being of you, the clairvoyant being of you, the clairsentient being of you, the clairnostic being of you, and we can observe how they engage. Now, when someone gets attuned to Reiki, what's happening is the being that is you in, in each of the clairs comes forward and actually has the light from that Reiki ray and the symbol activating it to come online. And it begins to shine its own um, symbol, if you will, or light into the cosmos. And what happens is the universe is always looking for you and other beings like me to do that deeper work, right? Whether again, it's a transmission or whether you're hands-on, but it's kind of like the Superman symbol that gets put up into the sky, 
right? The universe knows that you've got these symbols in your energetic field and you're shining them out as if you're saying, choose me. I am willing. I am able. I am capable to channel this healing light energy. And so I had an experience where first, when I got my first attunement, I would put my hands on people's chakras. And that's when my clairvoyant um, being, if you will, that lives within me came online. And it was a, a very funny story, though, about how I ended up getting my clairaudient one to come on board because my clairaudient wouldn't come on board right away. I had to have this shift. And as soon as I had this shift, it just all opened where I would get the voice with the imagery. And so I could channel that. And um, recently, in, and this is how Metatronic Reiki came to me. So in utilizing Archangel Metatron's cube and starting to understand the nuances, everything from doing really deep work with the holographic light into a person's cells to um, discreate, like I was saying, dis-ease, um, toxins in the liver, you know, um, back pain, inflammation, joint pain, all of these things to taking down the heart walls, defense mechanism, protection mechanisms, like for work with relationships. And what happened was for about two weeks, I had been in extreme pain. My right knee basically stopped functioning. Like I literally could not walk. And of course, being in that pain level of about an eight to 10, you can imagine your mind doesn't work. <laughs> like you, you're literally like, oh my gosh. But at that time, I just had my initiation to the big five O. I turned 50 years old and I knew that I was moving from queen, if you will, to high priestess. And I was losing the I, you know, like the me, the I, I was losing that. And I was needing to come into a greater um, field of consciousness, if you will, as this visionary CEO and being able to really honor and respect myself. And so left brain wiring down to right side of the body, I knew that that masculine way was not working anymore for me. And I could see that as a reflection in our world. It's just, it's not efficient. It doesn't work. It doesn't, it's not inclusive. And so I was in the severe pain, but I ended up saying, okay, I was talking to my mom. My mom was here taking care of me. I said, I've got to go outside. I've got to lay on that rock. It was as if the rock was calling me. It's kind of this flat rock. And I go and I lay out on the rock and I'm just handing my whole being over to the divine. Like I've done everything. I've done healing work. I've you know, done everything that I know to do. I'm in your hands. Like, what do you want from me? And what can I do to heal this? Obviously, I wanted to know because if other people are out there having the same issue, my numerology in my name is really the 113311. So it's like the Christic number in between the 1111 gateway, which means I'm supposed to move through something and then turn back around and offer to help people move through it. So of course I'm going through this severe pain. And as I'm sitting there, all of a sudden, it's just like, this 
Metatron's cube comes in and it starts to open in a glorious way where I start to see that the 13 circles are actually portals to the higher dimensions and that I can access the cosmic center point light and let that come through the 13 circles in a specific order, like playing a song. Every circle has a certain tone. Every cir uh, circle has a vibrational frequency. And the universe taught me in that moment, the song, if you will, or the, the energy of the vibrations, the specific sonic energy waves, how they needed to come through Metatron's cube. But also in that moment, I was seeing symbols in the center. And if you guys know uh, Metatron's cube, in the center is the cube within the cube. And the cube within the cube of Metatron's cube is the heart of the cube. And it actually is the connection. It's the ultimate portal, not just to higher dimensions, but to all dimensional universes. And so we can access that energy. So in that moment, I was shown how to use Metatron's cube, but also I was shown in the feminine way, the rotations of the six pointed star, very important with this. And I got the glimpse of what actually was occurring. So Metatron's cube revealed it to me, how to use it, but also it went into my skin right under my knee. And some of you may or may not know that we have a layer under our skin that's called fascia. And the fascia layer, as I was told, is actually a direct reflection of sacred geometry of, the, of all of creation in our human body. And in that moment, my mind was blown because I got to see that if I could utilize Metatron's cube in certain ways in working with the fascia, which is called connective tissue, which connects us to not only like organs communicating and flowing um, moisture and light and all that we need and working with the neurons and activating the neurons and letting light flow through our body as information, um, intuition, if you will, inspirations, that we could now observe a person's sacred geometry within their body at the layer of the fascia. And we could see where the holes were, if you will, in the tissue, where the energy had become very stagnant and almost kind of created like a, a glob or, yeah, just like a mucousy glob of energy. And so we are observing how the fascia, if you think of it, it's like a spider web. And if you've ever, you know, seen a beautiful spider web, you're just in awe of how it looks and the patterns that it creates. 
But if you were to take your finger and poke the spider web and do this, you're actually disconnecting some of the web and you're creating a hole in it. And so this is what was taking place in my right knee. The connective tissue as a web of life in my own body revealing certain sacred geometry was trying to actually create a new to discreate the masculine and start to create a new version of my being and so what we started seeing is that as we would go in and this is what happened is like i say we my wise one team my guides and and everyone we started working, I started working on myself and we were working together. And I started to observe that this layer of fascia, when I would repair it, it actually started communicating to another layer. So stick with me here, because it's pretty fascinating. The, the connective tissue is all about connection but that there is another body of energy that is like the same as your connective tissue field, this map of your own consciousness is also communicating to another map of consciousness that is just outside your aura. So where your body, your skin, right? Your outer, level of your own body being your skin, the tissue right underneath it is communicating to your etheric body, which begins your auric field of seven layers, seven bodies at the end or edge of your own etheric template. There's another fascia. It's a cosmic fascia field of consciousness. And everything that I was doing in the field of consciousness of my fascia and reworking the map and the terrain of that and reconnecting and rebuilding and smoothing and all these things that I could do, suddenly it was not only healing the body, it was starting to unlock and open up passageways in which the field could communicate amongst itself so the energy bodies could communicate the emotional body got along better with the mental body the mental body um, wasn't skeptical anymore so that the celestial body could open to allow a person to actually hear their guides and the secondary field of fascia that was on the outer edge of the aura was actually drawing light like a bridge, drawing light from the original fascia of the body and the body consciousness and unifying it so that the energy was working in both directions. It was telling the light body that it was okay to build itself out. So our being never wants to extend itself too far without the physical body catching up. When the physical body catches up, the fascia in the body communicates the safety. It's safe. It's safe for this person 
to build out more of its energetic field and to specifically build out the light body, which is the vehicle that allows us to traverse the realms. And so when I had the issue with my connective tissue, healing that upgraded my whole being, the communication channels opened, my light body started building out and places that I could never get my light body to actually draw the light through started coming through. And my whole being became illuminated. The sacred feminine started now flowing into the light body and started building up this immune system, if you will, that was more of my psychic immune system so that my physical immune system was increased. And now my psychic immune system was increased for this greater build out. And what I believe really is, again, our soul's expression of divinity at the highest levels to allow us to translate specifically, to translate with clarity the messages that are needing to actually uh, filter down and come to us as humans so that we can evolve more elegantly. And this is happening to all of us, whether we know it or not. And your work is to help connect people in this way so yeah. that we can build out our light body. You have a beautiful way of expressing this on the ascension level. This is what ascension is mm. and what we're going through. Very cool. And our world is moving in that direction. And that's why it's so important for everyone to be activated in this way and to focus on this. And I can see new earth with this new inspiration coming forth. Oh, you. absolutely. Absolutely. And in understanding that the light body builds out in two directions, right? It builds out from the core of our body systems, that direction. And then also we've got this field of consciousness that's channeling our intuitive knowing, but these light pulsations. It's a, an electrical dance at this zero point where we actually come into a greater place of purpose. So any resistance we have, again, if it's a physical manifestation in the body, we can work that direction. But also if it's something that is resistance, let's say, to our greater purpose, to stepping out, to being visible, to being in the spotlight, that also can be cleared so that the build out is it's like think of like you're breathing you're just breathing this cosmic light and love and this is the feminine way it's it's all inclusive it wants to include all of us so that we are inspired naturally organically those seeds within us are opening they want to blossom they want to blossom and we just never knew how to really feel that deep connection and how to fully utilize 
our intuition, how to fully utilize the channels. And so that's what Metatronic Reiki is doing is that in the center and in the heart of Metatron's cube, I saw the Reiki symbols. And I realized that Reiki as that infinite, intelligent, healing, pulsating, vibrating energy with the power of Metatron's cube to create and discreate was causing us to be amplifiers. And so not to go too deep into it, because I know we probably want to do some, some readings on this, but the Reiki, Metatronic Reiki is utilizing the power of the Reiki rays that a lot of us, as we've been attuned to that, again, we've opened to a certain degree. But now with Metatron's cube on top of that, the power to create, discreate, and also to be an amplifier of the light, we're taking things that maybe would have taken years to heal. And we're doing it in days. Incredible. Incredible. Lovely. Okay. So do you want to do individual readings? Yes, absolutely. I would love to read on this. I'm call it the disconnection mode, right? Because yeah. the fascia is the connective tissue. It really is what connects us. It allows the electrical signals and the, the um, like I was saying, it's almost like a, a fluid or gel, if you will. It's a conductor and a carrier. And so it allows that energy to come in. And some of us, we've got contractions, we've got resistance there. And it doesn't allow for that to function properly. I mean, it really feels like we're in some kind of disconnection with the divine. And yet we've got this yearning. We've got a yearning to be a channel. We've got a yearning to be used by the divine. And yet it feels out of reach. And so I want to at least be able to share with you where that disconnection is so that you know um, when we do, and hopefully you'll join, when we do the Metatronic Reiki, you'll know exactly where to focus that energy. And um, so if I, however many readings I can do, I would love to do that. Yes, beautiful. Okay. And we will ask those in our Zoom audience to raise your hand, click on the participants panel, and you can raise your hand. You can also send in a message on our chat. You can register for our Zoom audience on these shows at AcousticHealth.com. Do you know, can you explain, is it our thinking that distorts these connective points? Again the mental body plays a large role. And when we're talking about coming from a chronic form of thinking, the way that we have been taught and trained to think has been more in this masculine way that is very linear. And now what we're doing is we're wanting to have this spatial consciousness, right? We're a being, we're not just this body, this isn't the end of our body, right? Like our skin is not the end of our body. We are so much more even than our aura, right? We have this extended body. And so the mental body likes to beat up, if you will, on the emotional body. Its natural tendency right now is to be the controlling 
voice in our head. And even though the emotions are trying to prompt us to feel certain things, to pay attention to certain things, um, if we have the mind, the mental body overriding that, we're not allowing our own reality that we are actually in control of to be spatially oriented. We are fixed. We're in a fixed nature rather than in this open nature and expressive nature and our being wants to evolve spatially and it's usually a spiral type of consciousness that you know we're kind of moving up and moving around the mountain if you will that's an easier way to think of it um and it's important as well with the feminine and the sacred feminine geometry with what i was shown in the in the certain directions that we go we can utilize the energies, but also the directions matter. When we think of spatial consciousness, there's no space and time, but also we can utilize direction the way that we um, flow the energy spatially, the way that we reverse the energy, the way that we go up that mountain. Do we want to cut through and take a shortcut, even though it's harsher terrain? Or do we want to allow ourselves to kind of meander? And the feminine is more meandering, but it actually is more efficient because the masculine way of trying to take the shortcut, I mean, we could fall and hurt ourselves, right? There's danger there and we get out of breath. We have to take more breaks. You see all of these things, the feminine is so efficient. Boom, they just showed me Metatronic Reiki utilizing this and being able to work on the specific connective tissue to actually now enhance that secondary uh, fascia and connective tissue, if you will, to increase the light body. Again, it's fascinating. It is consciousness in the body and the body as a vessel of communication and multidimensionality. Yes. Very, very cool. All right, let's go. We've got um, people on our chat, so I'll read you some chats. Sure. First, let's go to unmute some folks. So first I'm gonna ask Kathy to go ahead and unmute. Hi, Kathy. Hi, how are you? Hi, Crystal. Hello. Kathy, how are you? Good. I've worked with you. This is my second go around with uh, Metatron's Cube. Yes. I think we're still doing something with it, right? Yeah, we are. Yes, very powerful. And, I, and um, I'm getting ready to have knee surgery tomorrow, replacement. Ooh. Okay. Um, but my question is, um, I feel I've taken all these classes and I, I, I'm a Reiki master, but yet I feel like I don't have that the ability, like I'm stuck. Yeah, yeah. So that is actually a desensitization issue, okay? So part of you desensitized yourself. And in the desensitization process, it's a protection that I'm seeing. And it's a protection like a big, thick ball in your heart, okay? And so if I desensitize, then I actually don't, no, I can't accurately claim what that intuition is, right? Mm -hmm. The desensitization has you in the, I don't know, or could be that, could be this, could be that, 
could be that it's a lot of distraction confusion. Okay. Mm, so yes. that area, when I tune into that, let me just check to see when that was created, because that's definitely a persona. And that persona takes you over 88% of your power. And it was created from a past life. And they're saying 14 past lives ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what needs to happen is as you do the work on that persona and feel like you're bringing Metatron's cube in here when we do Metatronic Reiki, um, what I'd like you to do is also find the rational fears that you have and write those out, like journal them out. I mm-hmm. want them all out of your head. Because you're going to look at those and you go, that's not rational, right? Those are very irrational fears. But to that persona, it's going to have you think that those are rational, okay? And Mm -hmm. so it's desensitizing you. Whereas what we need to do is then turn on your sensitivity slowly and have you start to be able to interpret the sensations, okay? interpret the sensations. So we might need to do a little work on that. Once you do the clearing, literally having you understand this equals that when I feel this in my body, it's actually my clairvoyance telling me to pay attention to this screen or this memory or this person, right? Mm -hmm. You just need to learn how to map that out. Okay. It doesn't sound easy. Well, I think first focus on this. And then if you need more assistance, reach out. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Beautiful. Thank you, Kathy. Okay. Here is another Kathy. Kathy, number two. Hi, Kathy. You can unmute. Hello. Thank you. Hi. 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 Um, Hi, I, I also um, listen to Crystal and her other folks in her academy. Um, I just want to let you know. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and I have had some different um, things with you, re- uh, recordings uh, or programs you've done. But um, I'm at a point right now where I'm really not sure, um, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I know that I have a lot to offer still. I, I went through another major trauma several years ago. But it also led me to have a spontaneous Kundalini awakening, and a lot of my um, my main Claire is uh, sentience, but mm-hmm. a lot of the other ones opened up. But I feel like I just really can't access them as much, or um, you know. And so and let me explain something. It, it's coming to me um, okay. because your Claire sentience works directly with your Claire audience. So again, your Claire audience is going to be a validator. Okay, so once you get that feeling tone, and this is what I'm feeling is the clairsentience is so pronounced that when you get that clairaudience coming in, so the clairsentience is highly pronounced. Think of it almost like it's um, hypervigilant, right? I am. Yeah, it's I am. It's It's like, okay, okay, tell me, you know, right? So the clairsentience we want to work on to reduce the amount of intensity that it, it, it has in wanting to identify, right? 
because it's not supposed to do everything for you. Your clear audience is the validator. It confirms with your clear Gnostic. So you're going to feel, and then you're going to ask the question, what am I to know about this feeling? Okay. That's your question. What am I to know about this feeling? And then your clear audience is going to actually tell you in that moment. All right. So the blockage is with your clairsentience being hypervigilant because it's not letting you get the validation. It almost is like you've put pressure on the clairsentience that it needs to be the one that answers everything, right? Now that's not your fault. It's just the way that you were brought up. So let me see when that blockage was created. So they're saying at seven years old, that's when your clairsentience started going into that hypervigilant state. And I don't know what happened at seven or around seven or just in general in your childhood, but that did occur at seven. So you're going to need to do timeline and go back. And I want you to work on the power center and specifically that third chakra and talk, start to talk to your clairsentient aspect and say, look, we need to, we need to allow ourselves to pause, to ask that question. What am I to know about it? And then to be in the listening of that. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Lauren. Thanks, Kathy. Okay, great. Let's go to Michelle. Hello, Michelle. You can unmute. Hello, gorgeous ladies. Um, thank you, Lauren and Chris. I'd love a reading, please. Oh, this is so wonderful. Okay, Michelle. So tuning in, I want to see your point of restriction and contraction. It's actually in the throat and in your neck. Okay. And I'm seeing it um, going into the brainstem and that little area there, that indentation, right? So let's see what this restriction is because it's causing contraction here. The energy doesn't flow all the way down through the body and back up. Okay, so this is causing an issue. The flow is slower than we want it. And the flow um, is not as consistent, right? It kind of think of it, if the flow is coming down from here, by the time it reaches the back of the brain and starts to go into your clear audience center with your ears, it's more of a drip. And we want a consistent flow. Okay, now let's see when that one was created. So it was after birth. And they're saying at nine years old, all right? And what they're talking to me about is a feeling that you had to almost reserve yourself or reserve your passion or reserve what you wanted to say because of other people that were a little either more controlling or they were older than you or they took the, you know, like sucked all the air out of the room. Like there was a, there was a subconscious um, battle with power, right? So somebody was like the leader, supposed to be um, the person in charge, if you will. Okay. And so that's what we're looking at. That's where you're going to want to focus on healing. Okay. Thank you. Yes. That's yeah. Awesome. Mm. yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is amazing, Crystal. You are amazing. Oh, thank you. Just to witness that. And wow, uh, um, it's in very interesting. Okay, here is Rudy. 
Rudy says, I would love a reading. My crown chakra is open and I'm still working on it. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm seeing is actually the um, ear chakras needing to be open. Think of it like the ears are the acoustics or the speakers, if you will, of the knowledge and the wisdom that's coming down. And what happens is a lot of times people don't understand. They do so much work to open the crown, right? To have the energy just blast open. And sometimes we do have spontaneous openings like that. And it's like, what happened? But what, what we need is the balance of the ear chakras to be the acoustics of the vibrational frequencies for, again, the translation so that you're accurately translating and that the third eye has a voice, right? Because um, with the clarinostic, the clarinostic can say, oh, I just know I've got an intuitive hit. But if you don't ask, what am I to see with this knowing? What am I to feel with this knowing? Then you're cutting out a, like big chunks of the puzzle. Do you understand? So we as um, multi-sensory or extrasensory intuitives, we start out as extrasensory intuitives and then we move to multi-sensory intuitives. And you're needing to really work on refining your skill set as an extrasensory intuitive first. Okay. So the blockage and restriction for you is in the channel between the two ear chakras where they meet in the center of the head. And that is the little egg that is where the higher self descends and locks in, if you will, it's consciousness. Okay. So we want to work on that and start to heal up and clear. Let's see if I can get the, um, the emotion there and when that was created. So before birth, it's a genealogical issue. And we're looking at three generations on father's side. Okay. And the emotional energy there is one of fear. Okay. So that fear is not letting you hear everything with what you're knowing. Okay. Wow. Okay. Here we go. We've got another uh, question. This one is from Pippa. Pippa, I would love a reading. What is blocking me from my intuition and my Claire's? Sure. Okay. Good question. So looking at that, we're looking at the back third eye. And what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a small girl that looks to be crying and almost as if she's been reprimanded for what she said or what maybe what she was trying to say, what she saw. But the feeling tone of this is that the little girl is almost just the size of a bunny. You know, it's like when I look to see what percentage it's taking you over and blocking that, um, not just the vision, but it's your ability to speak about it, to put words to it and to express it externally, right? So let's see when this was created. It's taking you over um, about 86%. It's from a past life. It's 11 past lives ago. The emotional energy there is one of um, terror, fear, fear of annihilation, um, anxiety, and a little bit of frustration and confusion, okay? So we want to have you clear that out of the back third eye, um, and you can do that with the Metatronic Reiki, okay? 
Okay, to our next person, let's go to Gloria. Gloria, you can unmute, please. While we're waiting for Gloria to unmute, there she is, oh. Gloria. Hi. Hi. Um, thank you for taking my question. Um, I'm trying to, or I'm, we're, I don't like the word trying, but um, my path is leading me towards expanding my consciousness. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering, um, I seem to sometimes have some resistance that comes up when doing um, meditations and I'll have to listen to them over and over again to be able to work through that. I was wondering if you might be able to help me mm -hmm. understand what might be going on there. Yeah, there's a battle going on between your mental body and your clairsentience. So your mental body is agitating your clairsentience. In other words, you might sit down and might not get comfortable or you can't rest your mind to pay attention. Your mind being the disruptor of your clairsentience never allows you to fully sink down and to get um, a calm mind, if you will, right? And so that agitation is a defense mechanism, okay? So you've, you've literally uncovered a defense mechanism. Now, why would your mind have to defend you against this calm, relaxed state of being? Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes, I recognize that there's resistance there. I'm just like, I'm thinking what I, I can, it actually feels like fear of letting go of um, yeah. control yeah. or yeah. So, so let, um, me, let me read for you when that was created. That's a pattern, right? And it was created. Um, this was created before birth. This was a past life. We're looking at eight past lives ago. And the emotion around that is anxiety. Um, I'm feeling trembling. I'm feeling nervousness. Okay. So that's part of what you were trying to do is probably you were out of fear of loss of control. It's not that you're trying to get control. You're actually afraid of losing control. Yes. Okay? My heart is beating really hard right now. Because <laughs> we're touching, we're touching on it. Right. So yeah. we've got to work on that persona, if you will, that aspect of you that was created in that past life that says this, this is true. You can't trust your feeling. You can't relax. You can't let your guard down. Right. You need to be afraid of losing control. Right. And this yeah. makes no sense, but it doesn't make sense because it's a defense mechanism. It's literally to defend you. What do you have to defend yourself against right now? Nothing, you know? So that's what we need to work on for this one, okay? That's where we've got to go. We've got to heal that aspect of you, heal that persona that believes that and shift it, okay? So it's a little bit like working with an inner child? Exactly. It's like working with an inner child. And what we do is with the Metatronic Reiki, I'll be able, you'll be able during this Metatronic Reiki for 21 days, you're going to be able to actually tell me the things that you've been experiencing. And I'll go in and I'll work directly with your energy and I'll shift it on the timeline from that point of creation and work to heal all the timeline that has happened since then to this point in time and start to shift and readjust that so that that persona 
doesn't have a strong power or voice over your own higher self voice. Thank you. Yeah. You're very welcome. helpful. Appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Gloria. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. This shows us the importance of really clearing out the ancestral lines and the belief systems. Mm -hmm. These are patterns that we literally carry and you call it a map of consciousness. Yes. We are blocked and it's what's keeping us from this divinity. So good on everyone for doing this work. Can you share with us? We still have a few more that we could do, but I'd like you to share how people can work with Metatronic Reiki to clean this up in their lives oh yes and and the beauty of this is again is when we start to call forth you know just think about it you're out of place in your own conscious awareness just like i am that's calling forth a power that is infused with pure creative energy that has the ability to dismantle these mechanisms because we can't build out that light body if we have this old scaffolding. And not only do we have like one layer of scaffolding, right? Most of us, we've got a control mechanism, a protective mechanism, a defense mechanism, right? We've got these voices in our heads that we don't know where did they come from and why did they keep saying the same thing and driving us nuts? But um, what we are going to be doing is we're going to be utilizing the power of metatronic reiki and as you've as you've um heard the way that i'm doing this is i'm literally going to create an orb for each of you we are going to go into archangel metatron's temple it's an ethereal place right it's a, an ethereal place and inside that temple i'm going to actually be the witness observer to your orb to your being and the condition or conditions that you want to work on now you can kind of see i don't know if we have i've got lists of things um do we have a special offer page um i just i just wanted yes. to mention that because i don't need to go through everything but you guys can take a look at that but we are literally going to be focusing on three stages so I, I need to know, like, what is your what is your ideal intention of your physical body? What is your ideal intention of the emotional and mental body, the experience that you want to have? Right. Just like with Gloria, it was like, I need them working together and your spiritual evolution. What is your your intention? for that. As the witness observer and observing the energies, I can literally be that liaison for you. I can observe and communicate at the holographic level and see, ooh, we're, we're working over here to heal maybe um, some toxins and removing them from the gallbladder, but what's going on in the emotional body? And I can work with Metatron's cube and start to almost orchestrate, if you will, that healing and support that healing. Okay. Now, as we launch this again, we're going to have an intake. So you can share with me at each level. What is your intention? What are you going through? What's been happening? I want to know that because this is a 21 day journey, right? 
And so we launch this and we start to have you learn how to feel the energies as we call the the energies through the cosmic center point. We literally open the 1111 gateway and the 1111 gateway. I want you to think of it as a portal that we move through where we're functioning. It's very similar to that fifth dimensional realm of no time space reality, but everything can happen and occur simultaneously. The power of this healing is profound. Now I have had people that have had amazing results, almost, you know, miraculous results with this people that have had pain for years that literally back pain for over 20 years and it's gone. I've had people that never thought they could get over uh, the death of their mother or, you know, a family member that were grieving. I've had people that have had images that have played trauma that have played in their mind's eye over and over that they couldn't get over, get over, literally move beyond. I've also had people and working with the spiritual realm. When we do that whole week of working with the spiritual realm, we start to see that they're manifesting um, in unique ways where something would appear to be like an absolute, there's no way this is going to happen to actually happening and pretty wild things going on. Um, I had one woman, it was so cute because she was telling me about her daughter wanting to get out of this one class and into another class. And, you know, they were, the class had already started and there was like, no way she's going to get in. And, but it was just, literally like Metatron's cube went before them in the timeline and started readjusting things and not, I think she said there was like three or four miracles that day that happened where everything came together. And this was so meaningful to her. It's not just like, oh, I want to take this class. It really was debilitating this child's learning by having this teacher that was not a good match for her, but then also it opened up so much more for her, right? But we look at even people where they are having epiphanies that finally they've got the courage to step into their purpose work and to go into that place of readiness is one thing, but to take action is another, right? And so that's what we're going to be doing. Now, it's probably good for me, so I don't leave anything out. We're going to be doing a live group intention call. So we're going to create that crystalline container, right? We're creating that. We're utilizing a lot of the archangels, but also we're going to have an infusion of your orb as we create that and do an intention for the attunement. You'll have your intake assessment that you're going to do. And then I'm going to give you a really beautiful um, gazing um, PDF, because what I need to happen is at a telepathic level, I need your being to start to work with Metatron's cube. Now, some people, they don't think they have any connection to Metatron or Archangel Metatron or Metatron's cube until they start to look into this. And then all of a sudden they're transported to a different feeling tone. That feeling tone is exactly where you need to be because that is literally a song, if you will. It's a musical vibrational 
experience of the reservoir that's created around you so that we can get to that zero point creation and discreate the things that are happening. Okay. And so then again, we're going to literally um, be working for 21 days. Okay. Now with that 21 days, as I move you into that temple, working with Archangel Metatron, Metatron really means beyond matrix, beyond the matrix. So there's a whole background going on of healing that is moving you beyond separation consciousness into this unified field of spiral consciousness, where again, we're calling for specifically for this, the light of the feminine flow. So I'm going to be doing it a slightly different than I normally do it because I'm doing it in this harmonious way. It's like I have to listen to your soul song and I have to, when I'm working with Metatronic Reiki and you and Metatron's Cube, I have to literally um, pay attention to the order and the direction that the light is going to come through your body. Okay, so we're shifting within that cosmic crystalline um, container that we have. We're shifting the physical body for seven days. Then we're going to shift the mental and emotional body for seven days. And then we're going to literally work on the light body. And we're going to work on that, strengthening the intuition that you have, like all these things that you're bringing me are perfect. The ancestral healing, working on actually increasing the intercellular communication. So we're working with the light codes, um, recalibrating the frequencies of your brain right? And awakening the dormant areas. And you can see the other things that we're doing there. But that is basically what I'm going to be doing. I will be there and I will be holding that space for you. Now, this is distant healing. And it has to be distant healing because where we're going, we don't need to have any interference. And when we're all on a call or we're all, you know, what happens is our intention, our mental body and our emotional body still engages and it's bringing an added interference vibration, if you will. So you have to really trust. You have to trust that this is going on, but we have a specific day and time Every day for 21 days, I'm going to be meeting you in that temple and we're going to be doing the work. And then through email, um, I'll be communicating um, certain things that I'm noticing. And then if you have any questions, you can um, connect with me through my assistant through email. Okay, so that's what we're going to be doing and then coming together um, vibrationally at the end and literally starting to increase um, through the attunement, right? The attunement is really necessary because again, as I told you, we're working with the vibrational frequencies of your soul, your light body, your aura, your physical body all have to be attuned to that greater intention of your soul. And yes, you as the human are going to have an intention, but I also have to communicate with the intention of your soul to bring that forward. And it literally may be part of your mission and your purpose work that you just simply don't know about yet, that we're having to anchor into the light body as we build that out. Okay.
Oh my goodness, that just sounds so wonderful. Incredible work. Absolutely incredible work. I'm going to sign up too. It's really going to be. Yes. It wow. really is. And you know, you were talking about, okay, so I want to just mention that the special offer for this is available right here on this webpage. Just click the special offer button. It's also in our chat box here on Zoom. And it's very interesting. I wonder how many others, you know, as you were mentioning, were outside of time and space. And I think that even before we came today here, I've been working with Metatron's Cube. I mean, it just popped up. Yes. And when you were talking about the tone, feeling the tone and hearing the song of that, even just listening to you say that, I could feel that in my body. Isn't this amazing? It and starts coming through as that feeling tone. And, and once you click into it, I believe that if you are interested in this, it's because you have worked with Archangel Metatron before and some of us for many, many lifetimes. And that now Archangel Metatron, who's really the Archangel of the future, really wants us to already engage with the template of our enlightened being self. The new wisdom isn't in the future somewhere. The new wisdom is available right now. And so this is part of downloading the new wisdom to offer it up to all of you. But you're also co-creating this with me, aren't you? So you'll start to really become familiar with the resonance of that and be able to embrace the relationship that you've already built with Archangel Metatron. And to now really, as you'll hear me talk about bending time so that your future template starts to engage the essence of your enlightened self is already known in the universe. And so it's now asking you to say yes, to let it engage with you. And I become that liaison. I become, even this becomes a reason to do it, right? This program becomes a reason to do it. And we all, we all just get into, it's like a blissful essence of vibrational joy. And we start to feel the nuances of the vibrations moving through us because the portal is unlocking a light wave. And when the light wave moves through that portal and through the portal of the heart, it starts to go in. And it's like this, Loren, it's like, if you had an old mansion and it wasn't used for a long, long time, and some of the doors actually were sealed with dust, you know, and it's like you go and you have to wipe that dust away and then open the door and finally let the light shine in to that space. That's opening and unlocking. But then we have to go in and take the curtains and just probably take them down, right? Take all the old things off the shelves or out of the, the um, closets. Like literally, we need to let the light in. And most of us, we just let the light into the mansion. In general, we don't go into each and every door, whereas Metatron's cube zips around and it can even divide. And so you'll have me there organizing that 
um, healing, if you will, and observing as it's being done so that I can communicate with your higher self. Hey, it's okay. I'm here. Open. Let Metatron's cube, let the light wave in to that area. Let's open this channel. Let's open your clairaudience channel. Let's open your clairvoyance channel. And so I'm speaking. And that's really what I'm doing is in this healing, I'm observing very intently holographically, but I'm also communicating with you so that you will release those limiting constructs in the mental body and actually allow it to happen. Yay. We're excited about that. That's why this is exciting. And it's um, very good work. And we congratulate everyone for wanting to do it and advancing in this way and really connecting, shining this light of our soul. I love that you're attuning all of these bodies and the aura to the soul's intention. Yes. That's powerful. Okay. So again, we encourage those uh, who are interested to please sign up. I'm excited about it myself. Really good stuff. Let's go to. There's another... something I want to say, Lorraine. Sorry to cut oh, yes. you off. But I want people to know it doesn't matter where you are. If you're international and you're not going to be awake during that time, usually we're doing at, at 11 11. So it would be 11.11 sometime, either 11.11 Eastern time or 11.11 um, Pacific time. But we're doing it at an 11.11 time stamp, if you will. And I can access your consciousness no matter whether you're sleeping, no matter whether you're awake. You can be as involved as you want. You could be working at that time and it would be okay. Once we establish in that intention call where we're going to meet, our consciousness knows where to go. So you can, if you really have the ability to be fully engaged, and these sessions usually run anywhere from 30 minutes. I've had them run to 50 minutes. Sometimes they go over a little bit over an hour. It just depends right? But um, this is going to be a collective group experience, except I'm working individually with each of your orbs during that time and observing what's happening and making those adjustments. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that you don't have to be anywhere awake even to have this work done. People are still getting amazing and truly dramatic results from this work like I've never seen before. And I've said this before that this work is so special. I've actually, Loren, had the most people give testimonials of this program than all of my combined over the last 10, 15 years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, says a, that says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. It really says does. a lot. And I love it because it truly is quantum. And would you suggest that we journal, keep notes of what we're experiencing? Does that help us reflect back? It absolutely does, but you don't want to get too attached. Okay. This is the point. And this is why they told me I needed to do it 21 days because in 21 days, we actually, it's almost like we're moving through lifetimes of clearing. Because again, your future self already knows what it has had to go through. 
not just in this lifetime, but in future lifetimes. So the work that we're doing, if you can imagine, we're not only reducing the intensity of a karmic experience, maybe that we have to sometime in the future deal with, like, let's say that um, it was in our karma that we were going to have a car accident. And in that car accident, maybe we were going to roll our car or something and maybe injure ourselves, break bones. Well, doing this work, we actually reduce the intensity of the karmic experience. So maybe it turns out to be just a fender bender. And we don't have to go through all that other stuff, right? But because we had a car accident, it fulfills the karma of that accident. Do you see? So we, we are literally working on 21 days. So I don't want people to get too overly sensitive to what's occurring during that they're not letting it go because ultimately we're attuning to the next vibrational frequency and that's what we want to carry. So it's just the same, like when I'm doing private healings, I never record them because I don't want someone going back into the energy of that healing, all that yuck, right? Why would you revisit it? Because your mind doesn't know the difference of fantasy or reality. So we have to, once we do it, and this is this for all the control freaks out there and the people that like to like listen to it over and over again, you can listen to over and over again, the audios um, that I'll take you like literally with the intention call and then I'll be gifting you during this time. But I don't want you to replay over and over in your mind um, any part of a healing. I want you to really trust. I'm new. I'm fresh. What now? What's the vibration now? What's the frequency tone now? What is the flavor of this moment? That helps move you along not going back and revisiting. So pay attention and pay attention to the movements there. But again, it's remarkable in that it's our intention that we set and to be just open and receptive as best you can and using the gazing to take you into that alternate reality of consciousness. Again, fascinating. And the intention can be anything that we want it to be, right? Oh, yes. Um, like, can we like go full force and say, all my Claire's? Absolutely. And that is not, that's not something that's unnatural. That's not something that's far-fetched. Okay. What I have really understood, and again, can't remember who it was that I said, we've got to have you pay attention to the vibrations. And again, what's really happening when you're intuiting, right? I can't remember if it was Kathy or who it was, but it's not so far-fetched. It's again, that we are beings that want to use the extrasensory abilities that we have, but most of the time we've got so much density or we are attached and reliant on one Claire that we aren't paying attention to the others that are maybe just a flash. They're not, they're not as extreme. It's not like you're going to have those Claire's tugging on you going, Hey, pay attention to me, but they're still there, but it might just be like a little flutter. 
that comes over you. But once you understand what that flutter means, now every time you get that flutter, you go, oh, that's an amplification of my clairaudience. I've got to pay attention. And yes, your clairsentience will kick in or your clairvoyance will kick in or you'll be in the knowing of it. But it's not too far-fetched to ask that. But I really want people to engage on all three levels. So um, physically, what is your intention? Emotionally, mentally, what are, you, what are your intentions there? And then spiritually, what is your greatest intention? Beautiful. Awesome. Again, we are looking forward to that. Nice work. All right. And so... As we wrap up, I do just want to get to Jay, who is on the um, Zoom audience. And Jay, you can unmute yourself. Say hello. All right. Let's go. Jay, while you're doing that, we're going to go to a question in our chat. This is from Susan. Susan says, could you give your insights about blockages to Claire audience? Yes. So with the clear audience you have to know that the clear audience is actually a triangle right so we've got the ear chakras that relate to the throat chakra and it forms this triangle going down and so we start to observe that triangle going down that it's really an as above drawing down through you right so I want you to think about when you're working on your clear audience and wanting to open that and activate it, you're going to first open your ear chakras and you could literally just do what I just did. Opening my ear chakras, opening my throat chakras, right? Exactly. Opening and imagining the right ear communicating and coming down to the throat, the left ear, the channel coming down to the throat and the two ears, that channel in between. You're going to want to also with your clear audience, you're going to want to determine vibrationally whether the voice is of a persona versus your higher self, right? So the persona, what you're going to find is that if it's telling you something like, don't go to that restaurant, you know, like don't go to that restaurant, it's going to have more of a commentary. It's going to say, don't go to that restaurant because you're going to get sick. And if you get sick, you know, food poisoning, you're not going to be able to make it to your best friend's birthday party or whatever, right? Like it's this whole weird commentary. Your higher self's not going to have that voice. And so what you can do is you can question the voice. If you question the voice, you just simply ask, is this my higher self? And if it has to, if it's a persona, if it's from your mental body, it has to tell you, no, this is not your higher self voice. Okay. If it's a persona, you would be able to say, who is that? Pull them out. You would literally be able to disassociate and pull that aspect out and see what it looks like. How is it showing up? Right. Because it could look like a little red devil or something, you know, like you don't know. Oh, how's it? But that helps you understand where the voice is coming from. You're actually identifying if it is something other than your higher self. Okay. Something other than your higher self. And if that's the case, like you heard me speak before, we want to, we want to 
heal and transform those personas. We've got to heal those voices up, right? We've got to shift them. They're just functioning from a limiting belief, okay? So that will help you with your clear audience. Usually the right ear is connected to your celestial body of your aura. That's going to be channeling people that have crossed over. It's going to be channeling um, celestial beings. It's going to be channeling star beings, um, guides, wise one team, uh, uh, animal spirit guides. So the right ear usually is the one that is directly linked to the celestial body. And when that celestial body is open, everybody has a mediumship gate in them. Um, when that celestial body is open and your mediumship gate is open, um, that's the degree to which you'll be able to channel other beings that come through. Very hopefully, cool. Hopefully that helps in, so, in some way um, answer your question. Yes, great clarification. Uh, Marlena says, I would be grateful for a reading to understand what blocks are to be released. Okay. So I may be more accessible to others. Yes, yes. Okay. So let's see. We're looking directly at the back of your clear audience. So the back throat chakra for you. And one of the things that you're struggling with there is that it's doubting itself, right? You're doubting the voice that's coming through. And what I can see is it's almost like these just mouths. I'm just seeing mouths, but with sharp teeth right? Like they're cutting you down, right? We talk about that, the languaging that we use. So being cut down or cutting yourself down or putting yourself down or questioning your um, yourself and your own actions based on what your guidance is. Now, this is both a past life four past lives ago issue and also a genealogical issue on your mother's side three, uh, three generations back, okay? So you would need to do timeline. Um, we'll be doing that with Metatronic Reiki. We're going to be including the timeline as well. But you would want to go back to those areas, clear the emotional energy around that to help release the karmic tag that you've got with that. Okay. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. It's just fascinating. And wow, we are connected and reconnecting. Janice, hello, you are unmuted. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I couldn't find that unmute button, so thank you for showing me how to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, hi, Crystal. Hi. Um, <laughs> I've been working pretty hard on sending healing energy to the collective levels, trying to help clear global fear, which is so crippling and working yes. with people at a personal energy level. And um, I just want to be able to maximize my capacities. I'm pretty dense in my body. So yes. I, I'm going to do your program, but anything that can help me just really bring that up to the maximum that I can do. So One of the things, nervous. yes, yes, thank you. One of the things that immediately came to me is I want you to use the Metatronic Reiki to clear toxins out of your field out okay. of your body, clear toxins. Um, and we've, you're, you're energetically dehydrated. Okay. Energetically dehydrated. So 
just as you can imagine with our physical body, we have to drink a lot of liquids, right? And a lot of those liquids, they're flushing out. A lot of the liquids are actually going to support the organs and the body's like mainframe, if you will, knows how to distribute that. But if we get dehydrated, everything starts to kind of close up, shrivel up and dry up. And then we can get little tears in our tissue. That's openings for um, toxins to actually go into other places where it's not meant to go, right? You energetically are dehydrated. And so what I want you to do is you've got to replenish after you are... Um, doing any kind of work. Okay. So what that would mean for you is I really want you to feel that you're going into like the zero point of creation. Think of it like you're floating in an ocean of consciousness and the ocean of consciousness is literally starting to moisturize your outer field. And it is um, starting to bring the energy of that moisture inside your aura, any of the places that are dry, that are exhausted, right? Um, As far as the resources that you're bringing in, and it's really like self-love. It's allowing you to feel that you're nurtured, that you're cared for, that you're loved up. You can imagine divine mother's arms scooping you out of the ocean of consciousness and rocking you and holding you and loving you. And letting you know that you're important too. And um, so those that that's a practice that I think would be really good for you and that your higher self is saying, make sure you rehydrate your aura and your light body after you do this um, really deep work that you're doing. Excellent. That's really helpful. And physical dehydration too. It all works together. So it all works together. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that you can do, Janice, is um, with water, you can just drink water, but I do a combination that has really helped my mind um, because we have a lot of um, offloading of brain toxins um, that most of the energy workers, we know about it right? It's like we're offloading in this big, huge field of consciousness. We're offloading things that are antiquated, but in our own brains, we're offloading antiquated kind of toxic thought forms. So what you do is you actually, um, you, you have, um, aloe vera gel. Um, I think it's lily of the desert. Aloe vera gel is what I use. And you just put um, like four little drops or you can just pour and count one, two, three, four. And then you put um, coconut water and you just pour one, two, three, four. And then you fill the rest of that up with at least a minimum of four counts of water. Okay. And that's going to help you. Okay. All right. I get good spring water. So that's a good start. Yes. Starting mineralized and, and, and strong. Absolutely. Wonderful. Because I want to be able to do the best I can. So I'm sluggish. Oh, but thank so. you. Thank you for everything that you do. <laughs> thank can, you. I can see it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm looking forward to more work with you. This was wonderful. Oh, it's, it's special. Yeah. Yes. Special. Thank you so much for taking my question and my help. You're welcome. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, thank you Janice. <laughs> Well, Cheryl or Cheryl, 
you, you look like Cheryl Hughes. Thank <laughs> I don't you. even know. Is there an actual Cheryl Hughes? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's just so beautiful to be here in this space because listening to you speak, I think we all can feel it. I mean, we can feel mm. like what you speak about and that is a healing in itself, right? It's a reconnection of itself. Here's to a big kudos to you for bringing forward this work. It's really remarkable, actually. And it is a way for us moving forward. That's empowerment for lightworkers oh. that we can turn and show others, as you said. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is really, this is the work. This is like really deep work when you feel the power of Reiki and you've known it before. Whether, whether you could sense the depth of that and now bringing Metatron's cube with its ability to amplify that energy, but also to have the sweet kind of precious gentle nature that it has. We're now functioning from the feminine viewpoint of let's nurture and honor ourselves. It doesn't have to be hard work, but it needs to be conscious work right? We need to have a structure. We need to have the container. And within that, we flow that light. And so down to our physical body, being that original container for us and for our light all the way out to now our consciousness contributing to our own evolutionary process in the light body build out. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes. We are building out our light body and we are making that connection and it's wonderful. And again, kudos to you, Crystal, and kudos to all of you watching and listening. Lightworkers, we've got this. New Earth is within our vibration. Mm. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Crystal. Thank you. Oh, so thank you. Blessings, blessings. Blessings. And again, we invite you to work with Crystal in this beautiful program of Metatronic Reiki. Thank you, everyone. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation. And thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.